Welcome to another episode of the uh, Miami Comedy Podcast. How are you? Yeah, we are back. Uh, in case you missed it, uh, make sure that after this uh, interview we've got going on today with uh, Carlos Hernandez, um, you go check out yesterday's episode with Giannis Papas. Um, I've decided to start interviewing some comedians here, uh, either visiting or locals, uh, like my good friend Carlos here, because that's what the podcast is all about. It's all about bringing together the community of comedians that uh, keep the laughs going in the city of Miami. And I've got to admit to you guys, man, you know, I've been doing comedy 12 years, and I feel as if the more I do the virtual stuff, the more I'm actually beginning to enjoy it a little bit, almost to the point that I think it's going to fully replace me doing uh live stand-up now will i continue doing live stand-up yes but i'd rather focus more on going virtual with you guys so i want to give a big thanks and the welcome to odalis argente getchen vikes welcome back guys all right this is the brand new platform to be an entertainer oh and how convenient it is to go live anytime you want to just say anything that's on your mind with whoever the hell wants to get on with you all right. And uh, in this case, uh, this uh, comedian, I don't know if he knows how to go live. Let me request here. Let's see him here. What's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, send request. There you go. All right. Uh, let me give this guy a proper intro. A good friend of mine, a local comedian here in the city of Miami. Uh, not only is he a master at uh, speaking multiple Latino accents, He's also gained recent notoriety on American Idol, playing the very entertaining and hilarious Yuri, uh, working with, currently working with Only in Dade, and he's also performing tonight at the Miami Improv. Now, rumors have it that uh, tickets are already sold out for tonight's show over at the Miami Improv. And, uh, you know, what can you do, you know? The one, the only... Carlos Hernandez, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Carlos? What's up, buddy? How are you? Thank you. All right. Settle down, everybody. Settle down. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, man? Chilling, dude. I'm, uh, I'm uh, you know, doing little, you know, running little errands before the show right now. What kind of errands you got to run before the, the big show, man? You, you, know, don't got, you don't got an assistant running the errands for you yet? You know what, dude? If you, I'm looking for opportunities. So let me know. Yeah, I'll send. <laughs> I'll send you in my resume via DM. Please, please, that'll be great. That'll be great. No, dude, no. I just, I, I need a, you know, I'm at the mall. I'm about to go to International Mall, just because it's the closest mall around here. And uh, I never go to International Mall, but you know, it's just uh, if you need a quick, you know, little like cheap jacket, I think it's the place to be. You got Coles, you know. You oh, you got you. You're getting you're getting yourself a brand new attire for tonight's performance. That's how it's, serious. It's just a little it is. jacket. Right. Like a light jacket, you know what I mean? It's a sold-out show, you know? Yeah, you got to put on a blazer or something, right? I mean, at some point, yeah, you're going to be walking right. out with a mink coat on on 88-degree weather. Fuck it, right? <laughs> just got to let these people know. That's what I do, man. That's what I do. That's what I do. I want to be known as that comedian, the guy yeah. that wears too many jackets. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, if I ever reach a certain level of fame, do you know how much of an asshole I would play every single day? <laughs> Like, it, it'll just be an act. It'll just be me, yeah, saying exactly what you said. Hey, send in a resume. I'm looking for an assistant, right? To people that are probably doing it 50 years in. Uh, I'd be exactly. walking around with a coat on. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, I think, uh, you know, what's fun about uh, getting some sort of notoriety, the fact that you can uh, pretend to be um, something that you're really not, but have fun with it to the point where it's a next level entertainment. You know what I mean? Correct. Like when you, yeah. when you play Yuri, I love the fact, and I've told you this, like, I love the fact yeah. that you just do like the, the, the just, I'm going to be straight up Cuban and I'm going to have yeah. fucking fun with it. And you dude, are, bro. Best. It is. It's it's so much fun. Like I, people ask me, like, "Oh, dude, were you nervous when you did like the American Idol stuff?" And honestly, I swear to God, I never really got nervous. Like I never really. I was just like, I'm just having fun. I'm exactly. improvising with like that's awesome. Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and like and Luke Bryan. So I was like, I mean, this is dope. The fact that I'm even getting to do that in the first place. So I was just like, I just got lost in the character, and it was so much fun to just give it a play. That you know, I was like, it was like an acting gig. And I saw yeah. that. I saw it when, when I was watching uh, you play Yuri for the first time. I can really see that you were having so much fun with it that exactly like you said, like you get lost in it. You kind of like go with the flow. And like exactly. anything that gets thrown your way, you handle it easily. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's like the like through like the years of like improv training that like I've had. If I, don't, if I, had, if I hadn't had that, I would not be able to do any of what I did. But, yeah, let's yeah, let's, let's get into like, your background actually, because um, in case you guys don't know, apart from the notoriety yeah. at American Idol and playing Yuri and doing stand up, uh, Carlos also is the rapper, right? You you rap, freestyle, yeah, you freestyle. <laughs> you uh, you play characters on uh, commercials. Uh, yeah, you're, you're a very like versatile uh, comedian. Like, tell us your backstory. What got you into comedy? So yeah, yeah, I started in comedy uh, back in 2015. I took my first like improv class uh, at just the funny and Crow Gables. Um, and ever since, like, I, like, I was, like, in love with SNL. I was, like, super infatuated with, like, Key and Peele, Matt TV, Mr. Show, all these different sketch shows and a bunch of different comedians that were just all over my, my realm. And then I just decided, like, I'm going to go all in. I was still in college at FIU going for, like, a whole entire different career. Um, but, yeah, I just decided I'm going to take classes. I was 20, 20 or 21 at the time in 2015. And... I was like, it's, I was the youngest person in my class and I stayed being the youngest person in my class for a while. And I thought I was already too old for it, which is like ridiculous when I think about it, but I was like, I'm 20. I don't know, you know, but it was just, I, I had to do it. And it was the best. I, once I did it and I took my first class, I remember telling the teacher, like, um, Hey, I just want you to know, I'm not doing this for fun. Like I want to do this for my career for the rest of my life. And even he didn't do it for a career. Can you imagine like, you know if you're, like, like, the class clown and then, like, you get, like, suspended or you get, like, I don't know, detention or something and be like, this is what <laughs> I want to be. You guys are stopping right. me from who I am. Like, you don't understand. Right? You're, like, at the principal's office and you're like, no, 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 this is my career. Like, right. I'm speeding up my steps here. I threw a wet piece of toilet paper at the at the blackboard because this or is who I'm prep. supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. We should think of it that way when we're, like, putting this, this kid's on detention. Right. You know? Right, and you oh, yeah, should ask yourselves, like, when you threw a taquito in the back of somebody's head <laughs> at right. 100 miles an hour, do you know what it a taquito like, is? Was, is that the word? Right. right. Of when course. You, I, I mean, I know what a taquito is. Okay, just making sure yes. the reference is correct. <laughs> yeah, when you threw a taquito in the back of somebody's head at 100 miles per hour, now, were you like, bullying yeah. them, or were you just... It was career prep. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I did it for a laugh. <laughs> correct. Yeah, that's how you know, man. But so, yeah, I started through improv. I did that, and then like I slowly got into doing stand. I got I was I became part of the main stage cast at the uh, just the funny. I started teaching classes like very early. I was twenty two years old teaching like thirty somethings and all these different all these different people classes in improv, and I loved it. I was super passionate about it. I still am. And then I got into stand up in like twenty eighteen. Um, like 
at the end of 2018. You know, the combination of improv and stand-up, a lot of people don't know this, but it's a really good combo. Like, I've never really dabbled yeah. too much in improv, but when I did, I took one class, I think like 2015. Yeah. I took a, a year-long class. When and, I took it, yeah. And, uh, bro, my, my crowd work was so on point that year. Like, wow. I remember I didn't even do material. Like, I was just, like, going it with was, the it's audience. Like crowd work. It's the best, dude. It's the best. That's why I love Judy Fell. Half of it is just, like, crowd work. Like, it's just, like, being silly and, like, being that. Yeah, there's but even I a video of you doing a, a, a child's party. Tell us about that yeah, experience. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. That was, like, this kid that was, like, a huge fan of Judy Spell. And then, like, the grandmother. I have a music video called Mi Abuelita, uh, which is, like, you know, it's, like, a, a song I made for the character of Judy Spell. And I put out the video. And the grandmother, that's an actress that I've worked with, like, in micro theater on these different productions that I've done. Um, she played my grandmother and she knew this kid that kept like DMing me consistently on the YouTube spell account. He's like 12 year old. He like made his own version of the music video. He lives in like North Carolina. I mean, it was amazing to watch. I was like, dude, I'm going to start selling like Judy Spell Halloween costumes for October. Like, that's, I didn't realize that children were going to react to something this ridiculous. You, you never know, know where a gig could come from. You can Not meet a all. grandma. And then- and next thing you know, you're you're riffing while someone's beating a piñata on their eighth birthday. That's exactly what it was. She's like, <laughs> hey, listen, I know this kid, and, like, he loves you. We, he, they would want to hire you for, like, a party appearance. And then I went, and, the, I mean, it was an incredible experience. Like, this kid was, like, infatuated with this character. He was, like, doing the moves, all the shit. So it was, it was dope to do that in the first place. But, but, yeah, man, it was a sick experience. And then I got other, like, little party gigs from there. Pretty much, you still pretty much just became a clown, which is what he should have been from the first place. Well, what's great about uh, what's great about your your current career path is that like you're really accelerating, and because I think the reason why is because you know what you're capable of. Like you figured that out early on, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I, like I, I, I mean, I've I, seen it's, you it's when hard. you started. Yeah, just uh, just to interject. Yeah, I seen you when you started, and you you've like you've got it down pat, like from the from the get go. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that kind of like got to figure out their comedic voices. But you already know that you were like a character or like you had like that kind of energy, uh, right? Like as a kid, yeah. you, you you did characters on your own, right? Without even having I to did. be on stage. Yeah, I figured as much. And then you go on stage right. and you've got like these movements and you've got this way of like acting out your your material. Like how do you balance that kind of energy where it's like, I got to move, I got to act, I got to be somebody. And how do you balance yeah. like I got to write and do the presence on stage thing? Like what's your what's your genius like? I think what I go to is like, I, first of all, you know, like everybody, like I write the jokes, I write the material, go for more, but I try to also interject like, you know, the different, like just different movement movements that I can incorporate it into like the joke. Like if I'm doing a joke and I'm like explaining it, I rather show it. So I, and I've, I've always learned that through improv, like in improv, they tell you like, you know, words are worth a uh, dollar, uh, physical activity, physical actions are worth fifty dollars, and emotions are worth a, are worth a hundred dollars. Nice. So I started applying that. That's brilliant. So like, words are not going to give you the amount. And I always like, I talk a lot, and I like mumble my words sometimes too. So it just became easier to like just think of it of like, as much as you can do physically that you don't have to use those words, and as much as you can show the emotion with your face, uh, I think it's going to be worth that much more. So that that was kind of like the main main thing i did with that say so, that again what's the dollar amount of your performance because that that's actually so do- really good yeah so a dollar is worth so we're worth a dollar okay physical actions are worth fifty dollars or like this like you know how you would feel in a physical way 
how you would act in a physical way, and then a hundred dollars just emotion based. That's and I think that works perfect in improv and comedy in general. So yeah, it's huge, but, and, and also with acting as well. I think of like what comes to mind is like you know uh, Rudy Rudy Wilson, right? Of course. You know, you know when yeah. Rudy like says his joke. Uh, like when, yeah. even though it's funny, like what he says like is he funny, but the fact that he laughs just makes <laughs> it even funnier, right? Of course, and his laugh is hysterical. Yeah, it's, it's so contagious. I could watch no material and just watch him laugh, <laughs> and uh, and he'd be killing either way. But I wouldn't have noticed until you pointed out exactly what you said, because I thought I was like, oh, yeah. his laugh is contagious. But it's it what you're saying about your dollar amount thing, like that's well said, man. Um, hundred percent. We got to get yeah. the word out on that one. Uh, all right, it's we got true. a request. Uh, what's up lily s michelle says sing bad bunny give us some bad bunny oh great what 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 uh i'm gonna open with this uh, yeah 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 baby yeah yo me interese no ta cuando me ve la vida donde no hay yo perreo sola ten 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 i'm like mixing it up yeah estoy en mi peak hey estoy en mi peak i'll give you a medley yeah there you go lily uh monshery danny says what made you think of uh, bringing the character in, of American Idol to life, like what uh, what inspired oh, Yuri? Oh well, I started doing that character uh, since I was already in Just the Funny. I started doing the character, like doing sketches with it. We used to do this thing called Love Machine, where it was like we would bring people on stage, and it was like if they were like gonna like it was like the Bachelor show, but they would be like it would like it would be like a lady blindfolded, and then like three characters would come out, like pretty much giving their lines. It was like an improvised written thing. And Yuri's Bell was born there. Like, I was just, like, doing hip thrusting, and I would come out to a Henda de Sona song. I would say, like, my introduction was, like, this next Bachelor used to be the fourth member of Henda de Sona until he got fired. But now he's selling croquetas at Miami Day College. He wants to live an American dream. Give it up for Yuri's Bell. And that was, like, the intro to the character. Um, and then I was, it was born with that, and then I brought it to, to American Idol because I had a producer that reached out to me, and he was like, hey, we're looking for, like, TV moments in the show. Is there anything you think? do and then i brought that idea into it because i thought it would work perfectly i like like, like latino trap and all this stuff is so famous right now uh and it's in, like the national like level that i thought it was going to be something cool to brought in and now i'm like living with the character too i'm doing a lot more than just american idol you know why not yeah and it's um it's fascinating to see how a voice uh oh. sorry about that it's fascinating hey, hold on let me put on do not disturb there we go. It's fascinating to see how a voice can turn into a character fairly quickly, right? You also Crazy. are known to do, like, you also got some sort of notoriety from impersonating a lot of Latino dialects. And, yeah. And all right, so tell us about how you knew you were capable of doing this because it's it's pretty impressive how you can see the details and how Latino sounds. Thank you. I I think it's because so my dad used to do this thing where like when he was or like growing up. When I was growing up, I would always see my dad that he would match people's accents when he was on the phone. And I would always make fun of him for that. Like, he would always match the way they spoke, That's awesome. no matter what. And, you know, I was born in Mexico. My parents are Cuban, and my dad's Cuban. So when I would see him talk more Mexican, I was like, what's he doing? Like, I was like, that's not how my dad talks. Um, and then when he, I would see him talk to a Venezuelan person, I would be like, what? Like, you know what I mean? And then living in Miami, and like, you know, my, I have cousins that are Venezuelan. I have girls i've dated that are colombian and i have you know i have my sister's boyfriend's parents are argentinian so i have all these different places that i have like a lot of interaction with all these different people that i love from miami um that you know i'm able to i've, I've been i'm i've been able to kind of match their their voice like i'm not great at like impersonating an actor but like at impersonating a voice that i hear or like with an accent i think i'm pretty 
pretty good at that. And I think my dad is kind of good at that too, without him even knowing, which is where I got that from. And then, yeah, just being in Miami in general, I mean, you can find all these people in like less than like a five mile radius and you'll find like all these countries. So, right. What yeah. kind of characters do you, I remember we were riffing and we were thinking about ideas about like in the future, since you already established yeah. Yuri, that you're going to start making characters on your other voices. What yeah. do you think will, will be the uh, the next voice for your the character? The next voice? Um, I really always wanted to do like a Colombian soccer player that never <laughs> made it. Uh, That's great. Yeah, something like that has always been like on top of my head and I might do it. Every time I post the Colombian accent, which I love, there's always, and you're Colombian, so I don't know, like, I don't know, you can do it too. Everybody's always like, oh yeah, you just sound paisa, that's not Colombian. And these, I don't understand how that makes sense. It's like someone's like, yeah, you sound like you're from Washington, not from the United States. It's like, what? Right, I think paisa I'm, is like the countryside of uh, Colombia. So like um, someone said a really funny joke about me and, and, and Colombia because when someone, Someone asked me, he's like, where, where are you from? And I go, Colombian. And the person I was with was like, Manny is like, uh, Manny is to Colombia the same way uh, a fake crab is to crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And I'm like, yeah, hey, you know what? There's some truth to that. But from what from what I know is uh, Paisa is like the countryside of uh, Colombia where like the people are still like herding cattle yeah. and they eat like fresh food from that from that area. But it, yeah, it's still correct. What I do, right? What I exactly? It's still Colombian. But what I, whenever I've done it, like I guess the people that I know are like more from Medellin or whatever. Um. So that's why they're like, oh, it's 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 not. That's not how it sounds. That's not how it is, or whatever. So I don't know. For, in my experience, talking to Colombian women, they kind of like diss you with just the infl inflections of their voice. Oh, it's amazing. Have you ever have, have you ever macked it to a Colombian woman? And like they just make yes. you feel like you're still a child, like dude. <laughs> I, my my closer joke, like my closer, is about that. About how like Colombian girls, they like are able to like just do so much with that accent. They yeah. don't even realize how powerful they are. And, like, it, yeah, it, like they they make you feel as if like did, did I go through puberty? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like I feel like what are you what, dude? I, I'm telling you, dude. My closer is about how Colombian women. Like, even when they have you, they still want to make you jealous. They want to make sure that yeah. you're jealous no matter what. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, Tarceloso or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It isn't cool cagado. I mean, my that's accent real. sucks, but like they use this word called cool cagado, which means like you're, you're a cool cagado. You're like a, a, a baby yeah. with like a, a shitty diaper. A shitty diaper. I remember this one time my dad and this and this uh, waitress at an Olive Garden that was Colombian, they were just roasting me, like just my dad just joining in with her. <laughs> <laughs> and she called me a coolie cagado and I looked online. I was like, that bitch. I should have asked her to speak to her manager. <laughs> That's hilarious. The white woman came out of you. That's great. Yeah, I wanted to turn into a Karen. <laughs> That's amazing. But I, yeah. I've I've never had I've never dated uh, a Colombian woman because of I think really? they they've just brought up in a very special way because like my dad had a lot of Colombian friends. They like, are whenever they would they come. Are. I've dated like three Colombian women and they're all they're, they're very rough, man. They're crazy. very strong yeah. women. Very hard to yeah. date. Very, they I, know I what mean, they I want. Them, truly, they do. They do. We got and a question here. Let's see. And your liver. Yeah. Lorenzo Stan says, "Any tips to build your confidence to your work? Any hey. tips to build your? I okay. All right, a little, um, bit, a little more specific. Take it any way you want. Yeah, any way to build your confidence to your work." I think you got to be doing something that you like. You got to be doing something you love. If you start doing something that's like, you know, you feel like it's out of your comfort zone, that you feel like you're doing just because they asked you to do it, or you're like, I'll do this because, well, Carlos did a Spanish accent challenge. Maybe I'll do a Spanish accent challenge. Or like, you know, whatever. Like, or like in any way, shape, or form. 
Like, do something that makes you laugh. If you're going to do comedy, do something that makes you happy. What you enjoy seeing, do that. And then because you know you're doing it from a place of, like, you've studied this or you know this because you are taking it in, then it's gonna come, the confidence is going to come through. It's going to be apparent because it's something that you know you're doing well because you've already put the time in. So whatever you're putting the work in, the confidence comes with that. If you're not putting any work, then confidence is not going to come through with that because what do you have to suffice? Like, what do you have to hold and prove that you're good at that? You know what totally. I mean? Totally. Yeah, well yeah. said, man. Um, when it comes to, like, uh, comedy, I think I think maybe if he was, if Lorenzo was going through the direction of, like, what gives you confidence comedy. in comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's sense, finding your sense of humor and, like, doubling down on it. Like, when you Correct. found it fairly quickly, like, I can tell, like, you knew exactly what your sense of humor was. And yeah, kind of. What prevents a lot of people uh, from pursuing comedy is that they worry if their sense of humor is good enough. You ever notice this? They worry what other people think if they try right. to put, like, their, what they find funny out there and share it gotcha. They're like well people right. think it's funny and if they don't think it's funny will i humiliate myself and they worry yeah. about humiliation you you and i we know that like in order for you to be humorous or funny you need to get rid of humiliation like that shit goes out the window and i can it tell does. that that is out the window when you go out with those shades on and that big gold chain i'm like yeah this guy does not yeah, feel dude. humiliation <laughs> It's almost exactly. like at one point it got to just like, dude, the other day I had to, <laughs> the other day I had to go to an audition. Like they, the, the, the casting director was like, come in full Yuri's belt gear. Cause they wanted me to like, I was, I'm like auditioning for this thing. Uh, still in the process, fingers crossed, but like that they wanted like Yuri's belt or a Yuri's belt type of vibe. So I was walking around Brickle, walking around with the full Yuri's belt outfit. No, not Brickle, like outside of Winwood. Yeah, you blended right in. They told my car, dude. What? So I, and bro, right, but they to- they told my car, so I had to walk around Winwood with all the whole outfit. So I was just like, this is great. Like I had to wear a chain, the glasses. I didn't have I, I was full on Yuri's Bell outfit. So I was like, this is great. I mean, this is just like Yuri in real life. And someone actually recognized me as Yuri's Bell while I was walking. Oh, well, of course. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So American go, Idol, dude. That's yeah. one of like one of the biggest shows. Uh, that's that's sick. great, man. Um, let's see. Yeah, but it was kind of humiliating, but it was fun. I see here. What up, Curse and Blessings? Leo Mahia. All right, Karen. Oh, shit, Karen's here. Uh, says, uh, Carlos, I saw you at your umbrella opening for Kayvon. You are, you were awesome. No, you are Thank awesome. You. Current, Thank present you, tense. Karen. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Miss, that was like two weeks ago. Mish, says, what tips do you have to prevent discomfort when you have a boner with tight jeans? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question for me because all I wear is tight jeans and I always have a boner. So, <laughs> no, uh, no, honestly, just like wear the right amount of bo- like wear the boxers that fit the best, dude. I started wearing, um, I used to wear me undies, but those don't really work, dude. Uh, so, just see, there the you right, lost your me undie right. sponsorship right there with that one, man. I know. I shouldn't have said that. No, but there's other ones that are bigger and better now, so that's fine. Uh, there's like like Hawthorne has the underwear too. There's a lot of different ones. All right, so all right, let's let's put you in a scenario to kind of like answer this one a little more specifically. Please, go ahead. Let's say uh, yes. you know you're waiting for an audition, right? Yes. And uh, they call you up, and you yeah. you know you got to perform in front of all the other people that want to audition, plus the audition yeah, director. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's apparent that you've got a bulge that looks uh, like you got a boner in your pants. Listen, How do you okay. handle that situation professionally? And I, okay, well, I asked first, I would, if I could, I would probably go to the bathroom uh, and I would like adjust whatever I need to adjust. No, they, no, they just call you up. There's no adjustment. Oh, I already have to go up. Yeah. Uh, I would play it into the scene. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
exactly. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I got into character because I'm assuming this guy is a sex hound. Right. So the character may be like, it, it could be anything. I could be playing like a character in 1980s that he's running for president and it could just be part of it. Like I could just be like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, you know, I'll play into it. Yeah, yeah. Come on. You got method acting. You know, presidents aren't, presidents aren't perfect. They're, they get horny too. Yeah. And the casting director will be like, that was such an interesting choice because no one's done it. And right. That's what they're looking and for. you'll stand yeah. out, right? And you will stand out. So exactly. it's like it's either we you get want to stand out. It's either we get that's Harrison whole... Ford or the, the guy with the boner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And they'll be like, well, he's cheaper. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the guy with the boner. <laughs> that's my goal, dude. That's my goal. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's see. Tonight you're going to be over at the uh, Miami Improv for the Only yes, in Dade comedy show. What's the full line? Yeah. So the full lineup is going to be Oriel Rodriguez. Very funny. Uh, Very funny. He's great. He's great. We put him up on the page like three weeks ago, and he got so much engagement on that joke about creative jobs in Miami. It was hilarious. Uh, so Oriel's going to be there. Brittany Brave is going to be there as well. Another uh, Marcello, funny, right? Really funny. Brittany Brave is hilarious from New York. She's awesome. She's killing it down here in Miami. Uh, Marcelo was supposed to be there, but he unfortunately can't be there today for he had some uh, a trip a work trip and but i will be there as well uh cisco duran is gonna be there as well uh, one of the best in miami hbo latino special probably one of the best comedians in miami right now uh and mark Vieira is gonna close us out oh the very funny mark Vieira. very from funny New mark York. Vieira. is he is he a local in miami now is he was he a miami comic yet um i don't you know i haven't seen i think he's been in miami for a little bit he was right. touring around florida uh last time i checked and i'm not sure if he, i think he lives in florida i think i'm not sure i'll report back after tonight but i do think that um, you should announce it on stage like just uh even if it's not true you'd be like a brand new miami comedian <laughs> oh that'd be fun i love when people do that yeah like it's all like, the way from miami <laughs> yeah all the way from miami uh well yeah, on mr red mr red who is like a celebrity on oh, i didn't know mr red was on the lineup he's on there He's hosting. He's hosting the show. Oh shit! He's hosting oh the show. man, that's yeah. great. You guys got a strong ass lineup, and it's really uh, a good show. I know. I know. You mentioned this that uh, tickets are sold out. Tickets are sold so out. So we're promoting a show that sold the fuck out. However, yeah, but but there's two things that we could. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. That's not, you're saying it. However, however, two things. Number one, there's also a party after the show that you guys can go to. Uh, that you guys will be able to attend. It's going to be a blast uh, and a half. Uh, DJ Africa's hosting. It's at Copper Blues afterwards. So come out to that. It's going to be a blast. And also, I have a, a little announcement here too, Manny, if that's if you allow me yeah, yeah, to sure. say that. Um, I just got the, uh, the the okay on this opportunity that was given to me. And uh, I'm going to make the official announcement on my page tomorrow. But on an, exclusive. 1st, an exclusive. An exclusive announcement. July 1st. This is the show that, so tonight's show is with Only in Date. It's going to be a great lineup of comics. July 1st, Carlos and Yudis Bell are going to have their own show at the Miami Improv. Oh! So, yeah, man. Yeah. July 1st. You, you know what you should do? You should make it like a magic yeah. trick where you and Yudis Bell step on stage at the same time. Like, well, how the fuck not, did that happen? <laughs> I contacted the Tupac, the, the person that did the <laughs> yeah. Tupac, whatever that's called. I forgot what they did. What was it again? It was like they brought out like a, I forgot what that cohort is, uh, where they bring up a, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'll just have somebody. I'm thinking of, you know what I'm thinking of? Um, they made Tupac uh, like in like. Books, oh, the hologram. Uh, yeah, the hologram. Yeah, hologram. yeah. Hologram. Now okay, I know what you're talking I'm about. A hologram myself. 
Yeah, I'll just ask Jake Paul to gain some weight, and then he can play uh, one of either one of me. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, dude. When's so your July first show? 1st, I have my own show. When's your first show? July, right? July first is the first show. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be a, a, a. It's gonna be a blast. I'm trying to do it something very different. It's gonna be a variety show. So I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna make it feel like the Tonight Show meets the Eric Andre Show meets like you know. It's gonna feel like very chaotic but very fun control chaos i'm gonna also have some stand-ups might do some improv as well might do some freestyle rapping and then your spell is gonna close out the show with some songs and some crowd work and stuff there so it's awesome. gonna be a blast it's gonna be a really good time and we just confirmed that uh at the improv july 1st will be the first one and hopefully keep doing them ah you're talented enough man you're you're, you're getting traction i'm sure it's gonna be a, a hit um you know i'm yeah, always man. there for you man if you ever need anything or Appreciate if you need me to Manny. or if you need me to go on stage with you Hey man. I'll sell a hey lot. Man. I'll play a Colombian guy with a bad accent. I'll do it. I know you will. I know you will. <laughs> I'll just give me a drink ticket and some, give me a drink ticket and some French fries. I'll do it. All right, guys. Uh, uh, check out check out. Well, the, the announcement that I was going to make that I thought you were going to make. Uh, check out Go the please. live stream for Only oh, yes, Dates uh, show tonight. Where can they see the yes, live stream? Yes, so you guys can watch the live stream for the Only and Date show. We're going to be posting that on our uh, on our page. Check our stories for that. You can do a swipe up and you can watch it on YouTube, on Facebook, and we might be able to stream it on Instagram. We're not sure about the Instagram, but for sure we're going to do it on YouTube and Facebook. So that should be all good to go. If you didn't get tickets, go to your live streams on Facebook and YouTube on the Only and Date page, Only and Date account on YouTube, and you can watch it for free. Awesome. Carlos, thanks so much for being a part of the uh, the new interview series of the Miami Comedy Podcast, man. Congratulations yeah, man. on so all your success. Much thank more uh, to come. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it's just great thank to see you. Thank you for having see. me after Giannis Papas. I feel, I feel it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Sorry I couldn't get the flyer out on time, man. I kind of did it on a last-minute whim. I was like, I got home. It's I was all good. I figured. I was doing bre- I was having breakfast and I went to a, a museum right after. And uh, when I got back, I'm like, hey man, just go online at six. We'll wing it. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we'll be doing, mu- we'll be doing much more interviews in the future as uh, your career progresses and you'll be getting more shows and stuff. So thanks again for taking the time, man. I appreciate it, Carlos. And congratulations course, on man. everything, man. All right. It's really good to you see what everything. you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me go up on stage whenever I want to at any uh, in, in, in your shows. Not whenever so, I want to, so whenever far. I get there in ample time. So far. Time, yes. <laughs> catch, uh, you can also catch Carlos on our, on our shows on, on a nightly basis. This guy just shows up uh, at 1025 and we got to end the show at 1030. So make <laughs> sure you check out the late night show to see Carlos going up. Thanks again, Carlos. I'll see you next yeah. time. Thank you, Manny. Appreciate you, bro. All right, everybody, that is it for the Miami Comedy Podcast. Let's do some reads. Uh, This show is sponsored by the very talented insurance agent that is L.E. Venus. Uh, He is a subject matter expert in the world of health insurance, so use him as a resource. If you have any questions, he has answers. The people he helps the most are those who do not have health insurance because they believe it to be unaffordable, and those who do have health insurance and are complaining about how much it costs, all right? Uh, He can help anyone, anywhere with anything regarding their health insurance. So call him today, 305-335-3944, or email him at L-U-V-N-A-S, E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S, at ushadvisors.com. Thank you, L-U, and thank you to everybody tuning in to the brand new interview series of the Miami Comedy Podcast. We'll see you at a show. Have a great Thursday. Bye, everybody.